What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast, Vitamins Plus, where you take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. I love sports. I love it so much, I'm the best at it. And I just want to say, you know, there's us saying, the way you practice is the way you play. Sometimes the way you coach also affects the team, and I'm starting to see a lot of High school coaches, Pop Warner coaches, all do the same thing. And that's kind of show favoritism, the lack of preparation, the lack of effort out there, and the lack of motivation. There's plenty of talented kids around the world. But if they don't have the right motivation, they won't see the dream. I watch Lake Clifton JV play against Dunbar JV. And I saw of why there are so many guys that say they're coaches and so many guys that retire as all-time great coaches. It's like the all-time great coaches try to help the young coaches that are coaching now, but they don't want to listen. Now, there are a few out there that are doing great. Shout out to Coach Omar in City College. It's crazy that I was watching the whole entire game. Their best player... His stat line was four points, 10 turnovers, and four fouls. This JV player, four points, five rebounds, 10 turnovers, maybe one assist. First of all, if I was his head coach, I would call a timeout. I would take him out the game and be like, son, you got more turnovers than we had points in the first quarter, the second quarter, and the yeah, the first quarter, second quarter, and third quarter. He had more points than the he had more turnovers than the team had points. And that's crazy. They couldn't score for about 20 minutes. All they had was five points for 20 minutes. It was getting blown out. Lake Clifton did not know what they had out there. Yes, Dunbar was more skilled, but Lake Clifton was bigger and stronger. You know how you slow down a fast-pacing team? You play physical. You slow the pace down. You give it to your bigs, and you let and you let them work down low. That's what they did not do. At all, and another thing too, they do not have a ball handler. Some all Dunbar kept doing yesterday. And this is the lack of coaching I'm talking about. They allow they allowed Dunbar to set them up in the press. The middle was wide open every time, uh, because the coach thinks he knows so much. He couldn't see the game plan that he was putting before him. Dunbar coaches were sitting back chilling, eating fried chicken. This is why I say the lack of preparation, the lack of studying. When I look at football, City High School, Baltimore City College High School, my alma mater, their coaches rely on a system that is so old and ancient that it was in play when my great-grandfather was playing football. 
city relies on talent and doesn't develop talent when it comes to football. A lot of these schools did. Because you can see it. When they take away a certain player in the game, you see how vulnerable they really are. Over the last couple of years, I watched Baltimore City College High School play. And I saw the times where their best player either got hurt or he wasn't playing and they was vulnerable. Sometimes coaches get in the way of the team's success because they think they're bigger than the game. And that hurts the kids because then you'll have kids that will transfer schools and go somewhere else and black out like Cameron from City College basketball team, Cameron Horton was told he would never be on a starting team. And now he's looking at as the best player in high school basketball in Baltimore City. Player of the year in Baltimore City. Hell, he might be the player of the year in Maryland. Because that's how good he has been. But you see how the lack of coaching and motivation made this man transfer schools from St. Francis Academy to Baltimore City College High School. And now they're on the verge of not only being undefeated, but also in a championship will be the second time in school history that they have done that. See, y'all coaches in this AAU era, y'all can't coach these teams like AAU teams. And some AAU teams can coach very well because they have so many talent around them. Everybody should be touching the basketball. Everybody should be touching the basketball on a basketball team. There should not be one player bigger than the other, even though a coach might select a player as the team leader. We got we to gotta sit back and watch this. Watch how teams play. Watch how the best player play. Usually the best player... If he has the high hand, the team going to feed him the ball. But if his shot not falling, he's going to attack the basket and get others involved. And I saw when I looked at the the varsity game of Lake Clifton and Dunbar, I saw how Lake Clifton played together for the first time all season. I've never seen Lake Clifton play like this at all. They played together. They had a ball handler. They had people that could cut to the basket. They had people that could shoot the basketball. Because the last time I watched them play, I watched them. They didn't have a ball handler, so Emerson kept pressing them. But they also got more physical than Emerson. That's how they won the game. But a coach has to know his personnel. If you know you don't have a ball handler, I don't know what can you do about that. You just got to keep the... Matter of fact, you also... You don't know what you can do. You can move the ball to make it look as though you have a ball handler. Move the ball. The ball should not be in your hand more than three seconds. If you were shooting, you got it, shoot that thing. If you're not, look down low and feed it to the bigs or get a putback. It's simple. Basketball is so simple. People make it hard. If you don't have a shot, attack the basket. Go to the free throw line. Shoot your free throws. Free throws are free. I don't understand. A lot of these coaches aren't teaching these kids fundamentals. And then they wonder why these basketball programs be suffering because the team is so trash. 
It starts with AAU. You got to teach these kids. Stop telling these kids they're the best player they have, you ever seen. And not criticize when they make bad plays. Or your best player out there is turn the ball over. Sit his ass down. Tell him, hey, come, come sit next to me. I want you to watch how the ball moves without you. When the ball in your hand, it seems like a lot of these kids are starting to play like Carmelo Anthony. And that's no disrespect. But the ball movement stops with Carmelo Anthony. Because when Carmelo Anthony gets in, he goes in that ISO mode. Post up, fade away, or drive to the basket, everybody else on the other side of the court. You can't play like that. That ISO ball does not work. It does not work. The ball has to be continuously moving. That's what made Golden State good. That's what made the Spurs teams good. That's what made the Lakers up with Kobe, the Bulls with Mike good. The ball has to keep moving. The ball has to keep moving. Everybody should touch the basketball. Everybody. There not should be one person that should not be touching the basketball. And then when you see a teammate in in danger, go help him out. If we if a team is pressing us, full court press, half court press, get the ball to the middle. Look up, keep your head up. Why are you dribbling on the floor? You can't see nobody if you're dribbling your head on the floor. These are the little things that coaches miss. And then another thing I don't like about these young coaches, there's no way in my mind that a parent is going to tell me what to do. No way in my mind. Because of, because for one, this is my job. I've been doing this longer than some of y'all been alive for some of these coaches. And then another thing, okay, parent, that is something you tell your son individually. You don't show try to show me up in front of my team. Because that's disrespect to me, that disrespect to you, you disrespecting your son, you're just disrespecting everybody. Let me do my job. Because if you could do my job, you would be a head coach or a coach. But there's a reason why you're not a coach. You don't have the patience, the passion, or the intel to be a head coach. That's why you're sitting on the sideline watching your son play. If anything, you should teach your son how to be a team player. When his shot not falling or he can't get it going, then he should be doing other things out there. Basketball is a team sport. That's why it's five people on one side and another five on the other side. It's a team sport. There is no I in team. But there is an I in win. But why can't we form a team in order to win? That's why I be trying to ask, do these do these players and coaches be practicing, watching film? I saw a number of coaches at the Emerson, I mean at the um Lake and Dunbar game, watching teams. I see coaches never make adjustments. I see coaches never first of all, everybody on my bench would be playing. If you're getting blown out, everybody on the bench should be playing. Because I'm pretty sure there's some guys out there that you never know could come in and give you 20. And you'd be like, damn, where'd that come from? You got to develop confidence in all your players because you never know. That next man mentality has to be written and installed. You have to install fear on your team. And I mean fear as in you cut our best player? Absolutely. We will find a new best player. 
or the best or the so-called most talented player on your team giving you lip, throw his ass out of there. Be like, oh, we don't need you. We don't need that kind of energy you bringing. We don't need that. Go somewhere else and be the man somewhere else. Don't be a cancer to my locker room. We like to be have a cancer-free locker room. And it's like everybody be like, oh, you showing favoritism. That whole favoritism stuff got stopped. It's too much talent out here. And you got to develop talent. You could develop talent also. See, I can speak from this from example because I remember a time where Coach Damon, we left um, Northwood. We was the champions there. We came to Woodlawn. They gave they gave my coach Damon what they thought was average and B plus players to be on the B team, and he felt the disrespect that he couldn't that he as a coach couldn't develop the talent. So he showed them every game from that on. Everybody was at our games. Every game that we had, whether it was home or away. A lot of people show up. Hell, we had a whole section. We had a whole street blocked off trying to watch our games when we played for what long. And it's crazy because even the A team couldn't sell out games like we could. And they thought and they believed they had the better talent. And we won more championships than they did. And we was the visiting players. We turned scraps what they thought were scraps, into gems. That's how good my coach was. That's how good coaches got to be. And whatever my coach went, they tried to treat him like that. He made them look bad. Shout out to you, Coach Damon, Coach Steve, Coach Mac, Coach Ronnie, all the coaches that have a coach for me. That's old school coaching. When you go out there and you don't have the most talented team, you have to develop. You have to see what pe- what works for people. And a lot of people forget that part of coaching, developing talent, developing chemistry with your players. Your players should go out there and want to fight for you. If they don't want to do that, then you done lost the locker room and you got to get out of there. Like, when I look at John Harbaugh for the Baltimore Ravens, I see certain players out there that will fight for John Harbaugh. Look at the record that we got. That's what happens when you fight for John Harbaugh. You finish number two in the division. You made it to the playoffs with your backup quarterback, your two quarterbacks that are not starters. And then when it's all said and done, you took your fullback to the Pro Bowl, your kicker, the linebacker that you just got, and the corner, not to mention... Your backup quarterback made it to the Pro Bowl. That's impact. That's development. That's the guys on the team that will fight to the very end. A backup quarterback? Fight harder than the the starting quarterback? The one that won MVP? The one that everybody is on him talking about the Ravens don't need you go somewhere else? Hmm, interesting. But that's for another conversation. I look at all these teams, and I'll even look at an AAU because sometimes it comes from AAU as well. 
When you look at these AAU teams, they be real stacked. But when they play against teams that are, have better chemistry, better drives, and don't care who's across the court, it looks like the NBA. I'm sorry. It looks like Team USA versus uh, Nigeria. The U.S. got smacked around. They had the better talent. They had the better players. But the other team didn't care who they was going against. And they were hungrier. Sometimes it's all about coaching, man. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I keep providing the, the likeness of sports, the understanding of sports, just everything about sports, man. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. And we're going to keep it rolling. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr. See ya.